OpenServe, South Africa's largest broadband infrastructure provider, is proudly connecting you with this podcast. OpenServe understands the importance of connectivity for businesses, large and small, and for the people of South Africa, because a connected home or business is where all the right connections happen. Visit our website at openserve.co.za or connect with us on LinkedIn or Facebook to see how we are connecting South Africa and beyond to our high-speed broadband infrastructure. Welcome to the OpenServe podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Lennington, and in this series, I'll introduce you to various industry experts in the field of data connectivity. They'll share their valuable knowledge with me and give us in-depth insights into the world of fiber internet connectivity. The various episodes promise to be current, relevant, interesting, fun, and entertaining. Hit the subscribe button on your preferred platform and make sure you don't miss out on a single episode. So in this podcast, I'd like to introduce you to the tech-savvy content producer, Ryan Nowick. Hi. How are things going? Yeah, very good. Thanks. You. Good. Great. Thank you. And thank you for joining us for the show as well with OpenServe. It's a pleasure. It's great to be talking to you again. So, Ryan, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, what do you do now and how long have you been in the tech game? Okay, so I'm a IT and technology journalist, uh, I suppose first and foremost, but I'm also a content producer creating professional content for a variety of clients uh, locally and abroad. I've been in technology since 2001, so quite a while. I watched it change quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. I've been in the tech game for quite some time. I'd say around about the same time as well. So it's it's been a long time for the both of us. Oh, for sure. And it's really changed, Miguel. Yeah, definitely has. Everything's changed so far. I mean, we went from like standard drives to solid states, and technology's just absolutely boomed. Oh, for sure. And connectivity as well, particularly connectivity. I mean, I still remember the days when I'd have to very carefully watch my time and how long I was spending on the internet because you knew you were racking up a phone bill at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. Now, internet connectivity is 24-7 pretty much. Yeah, it's like we, we've got the fiber line at home and everything. I'm not sure about your connection. The same. The same. All right. so. With all your experience, how does the power of the internet help your business? Sure, uh, Daryl, I'd say my business is dependent on the power of the internet. It's more than an enabler, it's critical. If I'd not connected, for the most part, I can't speak to clients, I can't work and collaborate with clients, I can't connect and do the research that I need to do. I can't get into virtual reality, um, which is increasingly a field I'm, I'm doing work in. So it's absolutely imperative. Yes, it's a, a networking tool and a connectivity tool and all of that. But I'd say it's the internet is like the bricks and mortar of my business. All right. All right. So without that internet connection, your business pretty much wouldn't be where it is today. Oh, grants to a halt for sure. What type of internet connection do you use and how do faster speeds help you on a day-to-day basis? 
Okay, so I'm on a fiber, uh, fiber line and, you know, uncapped fiber and that helps me do everything that I need to for my business. It helps me communicate and collaborate in real time with clients. It helps me do virtual reality design uh, with other world designers. It enables me to do research and to keep on top of current trends and news that informs articles that I write. It enables me to connect to online conferences and webinars and do training where I need to. So it's imperative. It's It helps in so many different ways and so many different facets of my business. I think probably the biggest one is collaboration using a variety of, of tools, whether it's Zoom or Teams or Messenger or WhatsApp, you know, the collaboration is just real-time video or audio. Um, and that's, that's just imperative. Mm. I mean, it's fantastic that we can actually speak face-to-face -face right now and we're on a Zoom call. Exactly, for sure. Mm. I think it's really kept, it's kept, certainly kept me connected to clients and to friends um, and of course the family as well, you know, we, we have to social, do social distancing. It's been a lifeline, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can also admit, uh, from, from my side, it's been an absolute lifeline because as you know, my house is powered by Google when it comes to lighting and smart automation and everything. And when there's no internet connection, none of that works. So that that is the critical basis of my setup at home is having a fast secure online connection absolutely absolutely that's i mean the smart home aspect of it as well you sort of you don't know what you kind of are missing out on until it's you know no longer functioning yeah. you sort of end up taking it for granted you know yeah, when you want to binge something on Netflix and it's just not working. All right. So now I know you get a lot of work online. Uh, how do you find and create new business opportunities using your online tools? Okay. So for me, a lot of it is around collaboration. It's around joining and connecting with people who are in the same kind of field of interest that I'm in. So I don't really use job boards and those and sort of uh, freelancing portals as much as I use uh, community type tools where I connect with people who are, you know, in cybersecurity fields or in uh, art or in virtual reality or in other aspects of technology. And that's pretty much where I pick up the majority of my side hustles or my work. It really comes from that connecting with people, building relationships, and to an extent, writing proposals, you know, in terms of here's how I think I can add value to your business or your organization. And as well, being surprised by a lot of the, the connections that I have formed and how they approach me for, for, help, for help or assistance. So do you think the internet has helped you not only create your website, but also add that all important cash flow to your pocket? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, look, I think the thing is, as information workers, the internet, again, it's the bricks and mortar of, of my business, you know, whether it's, a, whether it's maintaining a website, maintaining a virtual reality gallery, it's just, 
integral, an integral part of it. And also, you know, it's um, it's a tool. It's also a tool for for keeping on top of how quickly business changes, how quickly trends change, and how that affects uh, the work that I do and um, what I need to address to clients. Yeah, like for for myself, obviously I. I do a lot of podcasts, I do a lot of things like that, a uh, bit of content creation here and there, and it, it also helps me with my, my day-to-day business, which is working five days a week for an international company. So without that internet connection and that stability, I can't work, so therefore I can't, how can I say, garner an income? either so it is it's become an integral part of society now if you're not connected then you're out of the loop you're not making money and you're just not generating that all-important cash flow basically for sure and it's a great point you make as well because i think so many more of us are doing business internationally we're doing business with clients overseas now we're not physically overseas, so that really the only way to connect and to render a service to them is online. So that connectivity is absolutely, it's just so vital. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree with you there. So for those looking to get a few side jobs, could you give us three examples of what to do, where to go, and how Ooh. to present yourself when approaching clients? Sure. So look, my approach again is really about, it starts with network building. It starts with, with identifying what readers I have interest in or expertise in and joining communities and building up a network of people that I have ongoing relationships with. I think that's the first thing. The second thing is then asking myself and asking them, how can I add value? How can I add value? How can I use my skill set to help you in your business? Because everyone, I think, is looking for that. Really, everyone is looking for or dealing with the change in business, the the lockdowns, the quarantine, and all the effect that's had on their business, and looking at how they can do things differently. So in a way, it's like we're all hustling together. Yeah. So what's what's sort of being key for me is understanding what difference can I make in the lives, in the in the business, in an organization, and how can I help them? And then, you know, submitting proposals and writing up proposals for them. At least that's the way I work. It's really an ongoing dynamic thing of saying, oh, this person that I know, this, for example. This artist who's looking to secure a grant, you know, needs help putting across the the scope of their project. So I'll help them with that. I'll help them write up a project proposal or a, a scope of work that they submit to get a grant to continue doing, you know, their art, their sculpting, whatever. I think understanding where people are at and understanding where the industries are changing that you're interested in for me has been key you know because as we said earlier technology has changed dramatically since 2001 and it's changed dramatically since even 2017 2018 and it's going to keep changing i think so we've got to keep adapting yeah and that all important 300 years of 2020 that we all experienced 
Oh, for sure. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about starting an online content creation business. What kind of skills would one need? You know, I really, for me, the baseline is writing, really writing. It doesn't matter if you're going to do video, write, it comes back down to writing. There's scripts to be written, there's proposals to be written. I mean, writing is core. And as a skill, probably becoming a bit undervalued. I think the other one, of course, is communicating. It's been able to communicate with people and get your ideas across to them. I think also socializing, network, you know, networking, which is a, which sounds like a strange way to say since we all, you know, distance from each other, but being able to keep relationships alive, I think is a skill. Yeah. It's a really important one when you don't have face-to-face -face interaction. Yeah, I mean, we, we've been to so many events together and everything, and now all of a sudden, pandemic hits, and here we are on a Zoom call, so. Yeah, exactly, and every event, pretty much every event these days is now online. It's a webinar, it's an online conference, it's, you know, at least until things change in that regard, that's probably the way most companies are doing things. Mm -hmm. So having that ability to stay in touch and to, keep the lines of communication open, I think, is probably the most vital, one of the most vital skills. I think the other one is to be very platform agnostic, be where your clients are at, you know, whether that's Zoom or Teams or Messenger or WhatsApp or Telegram or, you know, Discord or whatever it is, be where they are rather than saying, well, you can find me on Zoom or nowhere, you know, that kind of thing. And I think as well, Omnichannel, um, you know, being able to write, take photos, do video, do podcasts like you're doing, venture into VR design, being able to express oneself in a variety of ways, create a variety of different kinds of content is what has served me very well. Now, that, that's that's absolute great insight from your side so we were talking about the kind of skills that one wanted and needed uh, to get into the online content creation business now to get these skills uh what sort of online courses would you suggest oh my goodness um sure linkedin probably is a good place to start I mean, I, I kind of came at it from a much more formal background of, you know, formally studying photography and videography and then formally studying writing and journalism and then formally studying Photoshop and digital imaging. And so I've kind of done a bit more of the formal route on those things, but that was pre-YouTube. <laughs> so there is so, gosh, there are so many courses out there. It depends on what you want to do, where you want to start. LinkedIn, again, I mentioned LinkedIn, you know, if you're looking for a more creative type design element, I know Adobe has some excellent courses on their site. I think right with writing, writing is one of those things where you can study it to an extent, but the majority of it comes from doing it. And it comes from reading, comes from seeing how other authors write. I think yeah. that's probably my ongoing ongoing study is just reading and seeing oh you know this is how other people put their thoughts together to create a picture to tell a story and then and then writing myself and doing it on an ongoing basis it's practice 
and nothing oh. can replace practice on that one. The fast and reliable broadband network from OpenServe makes content streaming, like listening to this podcast, browsing and interacting, hassle-free. Find out more at openserve.co.za and download the OpenServe Connect app from your app store. I'll definitely agree with the with you there. The when it comes to practice, practice makes perfect. As we can all say, I mean, I studied journalism and photography for quite a while. And how can I say? I can't say what I learned in journalism helped my writing. It 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 helped me learn what content to come up with, what content to create, but it didn't exactly teach me the basis of writing. So what I did was I created my my own voice inside my head and started writing to that voice. So it became, how can I say, I was a little snarky in the beginning. Then I hit the professional baseline like we all do. And now what I've done is I've kind of let myself loose on the world. So when it comes to writing content online, becoming a creative collaborator and that sort of thing, I try to add a little bit more of a, how can I say, funk and twist and that sort of thing, like youthful exuberance, as, you, as you'd say. Right. And, and you, you know, it's an interesting one because it's like a lot like a painting style, right? I mean, every painter develops their own style. And every writer develops their own voice, their own style, and it evolves over time as well. So it's not static. So one question I'd like to ask you is, how has the pandemic changed the way that you work? Oh, yes. You know, I love that question because it is such a relevant one. Um, my day job, in a sense, has become more of a night job as well because I work with a number more international clients who function in different time zones, I've had to adjust. So my, in a way, my, my, my day called night begins at 7 p.m. often and goes sometimes till half past 11, 12. So that is one thing that's changed dramatically for me. Um, the other thing I think is connectivity. Strangely enough, while we very much more, while I'm very much more locally socially distant I'm much more connected to people all over the world or collaborating with people in say the UK in Australia on both sides of the coast in the US occasionally in Canada so it's a strange one because here, here I'm working with people who are literally thousands of miles away and yet we speak on a sometimes daily definitely weekly basis I don't think that would have happened with not to this extent without the pandemic, because basically it's pushed the world closer, which means that it's opened up the marketplace now is not just South Africa. The marketplace is anywhere you can reach through a network, you know, through a, a network of contacts and of course through a network of connectivity. So that that's probably been the biggest change. It's also meant that I've had to become much more time savvy and figure out how to deal with time zones and how that affects my life and how to fit in and work around doing the sort of daily activities that I need to get done, you know, at different times of the day. 
Yeah, I think a lot's changed for us over the past year or so. I mean, we, we're used to going to international conferences, meeting people face-to-face. -face. Now it's uh, Zoom calls, Skype calls, uh, how can I say, teleconferences, that sort of thing. Uh, we've got live streams going for big events. And it's just, it's massively changed the way that we all work as well. Like for me, I have to stick to daylight savings time now for for my how can I say my side hustle as well so it's my shift changes with with DST so in the winter I'm up at 9 a.m uh, well I start at 9 a.m but in the summer I start at 10 a.m so you know you, you kind of gotta adapt with the world around you even though you are not in those time zones for sure for sure and it, it, I guess in a way, it's, a, it's probably living this life where you become much more adaptable and much less fixed. You know, it's no longer nine to five at all. It's no longer a thing of predictability. Uh, you kind of one day, maybe work is 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. And the next day, maybe it's client work and it's doing work from 12 12 p.m. to say 4 p.m. It's it keeps changing, which I actually quite enjoy. Yeah, it gives it gives a lot of freedom throughout the day to get the creative process going as well, and then also how can I say do those side tasks that you need to do on a daily day basis, like heading off to the shop and all of that. It just gives. So much more flexibility, like you're not stuck in a boardroom anymore from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And you, you've got that flexibility and that time to work on the content that you're creating. Exactly. And I think the other really important part of the online piece of the, of the puzzle is online shopping. I mean, being able to order groceries or do shopping online without necessarily going out to the shops is an absolute boon. Yeah, I mean, we, we've got a lot of retailers around that do a lot of online offers and everything. And I must admit, I do partake in buying a lot online lately, especially with grocery stores and stuff like that, having it delivered to your door. You've also got the loads of takeout restaurants. So even if you can't break away from the desk, you've still got that internet connectivity to reach out to those services so that they can deliver their products to you. Exactly. And the thing is, it's not just the convenience aspect. For now, it's also the safety aspect, right? Because yeah. going out to a store has become almost like a bit of a survivalist tactic rather than just a grocery shop, you know? So, um, so that's, I think that's the one other uh, life-saving bit of it, you know, having things delivered safely, securely, where you can just basically order online. And, you know, you don't have to kind of have that stress of having to mask up to venture out into a you know, crowded mall or something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's just fantastic how communication connectivity is driving the world in a different direction now. And, you know, I don't think that's I don't think we're going to lose that. I mean, I think hopefully once the pandemic is resolved and once things open up more, I hope we don't lose that and that that continues. I hope the realization of the importance of connectivity to business, to shopping, to convenience, to all of these things remains.
Yeah, exactly. It, it's, it's, how can I say, it's, it's within reach when it comes to a mobile phone. You can just click, collect, have it delivered, done. So finally, Ryan, how do people get hold of you? Are you on Twitter? Which website? Facebook? Anything like that? <laughs> All of the above, Daryl. <laughs> so I think probably the, the best is still email, believe it or not, ryannowick at gmail.com. I am on Twitter and my site is www.techsmart.co.za with the uh, Twitter handle of uh, at Ryan Nowick. Uh, I am on Discord and I'm on WhatsApp and pretty much I will meet anyone wherever they, wherever they are. Awesome. <laughs> so, Ryan, it was fantastic having you on the show. Thank you so much for your amazing insights. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Thank you, Daryl, and likewise. Likewise. I hope we get to do it face-to-face sometime soon as well. It definitely will be soon. So that's our first episode of the Open Serve podcast with Ryan Noick. Thank you once again for your time. Only a pleasure. Connecting you to this podcast is just one way which OpenServe is connecting South Africans to a better life. Join our broadband network today by visiting our website at openserve.co.za and download the OpenServe Connect app from your app store.